Amen. Amen. Good morning and happy Sabbath, everybody. God is good and he is truly worthy to be praised. It is indeed an honor and a glory to be in God's presence and in the presence of his awesome saints. Just one more time. Amen. Um, it is indeed a privilege to be here in the land of the living. Um, we serve an amazing God and he is just so awesome. Um, and we just give him all praise. There is so much um, that we could say, but the truth of the matter is words cannot even begin to describe this awesome God that we serve. And so, Lord, I just say thank you this morning for watching over me over the night and keeping me safe and being with my family and just thanking you for this platform again to be able to just share a word. Um, again, we just want to welcome everyone um, to the Tabernacle of Praise where I am. Um, pastor Jonathan B. Fields Jr., um, the senior pastor of this awesome and great church. Um, this is a wonderful, wonderful um, day in the Lord. So we want to welcome you. We want to thank you for spending time with us today. Um, and if you're visiting by way of Facebook, um, we ask if you would just throw in the chat, just throw up some hand claps of praise. Just let people know that you are excited about the God that we serve. If you want to on YouTube, we ask you to do the same. Just go ahead and let the people know that you are blessed. Let them know that you are highly favored, that you are glad to be in the land of the living. Um, again, uh, we want to welcome you. We want to thank you for spending this time with us. This is a, the conclusion uh, for those that have been spending the nights with us um, throughout this week of prayer. This is the conclusion of our week of prayer where we've had some powerful speakers on starting on Sunday night with Pastor um, Keith Hackle. We had um, an awesome word from Pastor Trevor Barnes on Monday night. And then on Tuesday night, amen, we had an awesome, awesome word uh, by Pastor Charles Osborne. And then on Wednesday night, yours truly brought the word and we took a rest on Thursday. And then last night, amen, uh, Pastor Byron Wright, amen, just dropped a bombshell on us. And um, so we had an awesome time throughout this week. And today is the conclusion of that. Actually, um, this evening when we come together and celebrate our communion time. Um, we'll be having communion today at 7 p.m. Um, it is our prayer that you have received your emblems. Amen. Um, I was out on the on a couple of days ago doing house visits, dropping some things off. So we pray um, that you were able to reach um, Elder Harris and um, receive those um, emblems. Amen. Also at four o'clock. Amen. At four o'clock. Um, we have our awesome, awesome AY time. This is a special program for our youth. Amen. If we can throw that slide up, if we have it available. But this is an awesome time for our youth. Amen. To come together on, a, on the Zoom platform. And we should have that um, info up for you. We've been announcing it all week long. Um, but this is a very special time for our youth, our young people. Um, and so we encourage you to come on board. We have an awesome, awesome program plan for now we're not just doing programs but this is a program with substance a program with meaning and so we want to encourage you to be a part of that platform um, our, our AY platform. Again, we want to welcome you. We want to thank you. Go ahead and share this link. Go ahead and let the people know, let your friends know, let your family know um, that Tabernacle of Praise is in the house, that we are here. Amen. We are ready to go. We're on fire for the Lord, and we're ready to just get the king, to kick the kingdom business off. Amen. Um, as we move forward, um, again, um, we are just so excited. Um, at the fact that God has chose us, 
uh, has chosen us to be a part of this awesome message. We take nothing for granted. We take nothing for granted. Um, and so we ask that you will go ahead and log in your prayer requests, um, put those in. We'll do something a little different today, um, um, but we still want you to go ahead and put those prayer requests in um, so that those that are viewing will be able to log those down as well and be able to pray for those. But we'll do something a little different as it relates to our prayer time. So go ahead and log those prayers in. Go ahead and let, it, let us know what you're in need of, what God is doing in your life, um, what blessings that God has placed on you. Um, I know we need to lift up Elder Harris in prayer, the Harris family, the Reeves family, and we'll come back and deal with all of that. But, um, but we want you to take this time now um, as we hear from our stewardship um, piece um, to go ahead and log those prayer requests in as we want to take those matters before the Lord. So at this time, I ask that you will prepare your hearts as you hear from our stewardship corner. Um, hear ye from stewardship. Happy Sabbath, everyone. So glad you can join us today. Just want to remind you also of our discipleship class today at 2.30. You can see on Zoom or on our meeting line. In terms of stewardship, First of all, I want to thank everyone for being faithful and honest and returning a faithful tithe and offering through our cash app at dollar sign TOP giving. We certainly appreciate that. God will reward you for your faithfulness. Also, you can return through AdventistGiving.org and search for Tabernacle of Praise, Spanish Lake, Missouri, or you can return it to our treasurer through the mail. I want to remind you that stewardship is where we use our talent, our time, our talent, our temples, and our treasure to forward the work of God. I like to watch documentaries, and this week I was watching a documentary about Sherpas. Sherpas are those guides who lead people to the top of Mount Everest. And Sherpas, their job is to make sure that you have everything for your journey. You might be there a long time, weeks or maybe even months. So their job is to make sure that you don't need for anything. They cover where you camp at. They make sure that you have a nice, safe, level camp. Sometimes you're on the side of a mountain, but they still have to find you a nice, level spot for your camp. Sherpas also make sure that you have plenty of water. When you're at high altitudes, you get dehydrated quicker than you think. So they make sure that you've got plenty of water for your journey. They also cut the pathway for you. They've been up and down that mountain so many times, it's unbelievable and they make the trail for you to follow. They make it easy for you to follow. There's even a spot on the mountain that's called the death zone. Where you get above a certain level, there's only one third the amount of oxygen that you need to live. And without oxygen, of course, you will die. When you get into the death zone, you have to do exactly as the Sherpa says. There's no arguing, there's no disagreements. You just do what the Sherpa says. If he says go left, you go left. He says, go right, you go right. Otherwise, you will die. Even in the death zone, your body reacts a certain way to food. It's not so hungry, you, you don't want to eat. But the Sherpa knows exactly what type of food you need during that time period in that environment. He takes care of that as well. They asked the Sherpa, how many people would be able to climb Mount Everest without a Sherpa? And he said, zero. No one would make it to the top of Mount Everest without the Sherpa. Friends, I want to remind you that Jesus is our spiritual Sherpa. He's leading us to the top of Mount Zion. And it's in, his, in our best interest to follow him wherever he leads. He provides everything that we need for us. 
and he makes sure that we get to the top of that holy mountain unharmed and in one piece. If you don't believe me, I want you to read today when you have time, the 23rd Psalms. Jesus is telling us that he is our spiritual Sherpa and he wants us to be there at the top of Mount Zion with him to reign in glory forever and ever. Do that today and accept Jesus as your spiritual Sherpa. Amen and thank you. Have a blessed Sabbath day. Amen. Thank you so much, Elder Carol, for that insight on Jesus is our Sherpa. Amen. Um, we want to thank you for that. And we want to encourage all of us um, to be faithful in your giving. Amen. If you want to help support this ministry, amen, that is the way that you can do that um, at our cash app. Again, you can. Um, um, OK, there it is right there. That's our Slam Youth Federation. This is how you can connect. Um, with our AY program today. Thank you so much, Andre, for slapping that up there. Um, this is how you can connect, join in at four o'clock. What time did I say? That's right, four o'clock. We encourage you to jump on in there um, to be a part of this awesome youth program. It is geared towards youth. It is put together by the youth, amen. Um, and so we wanna encourage all of our young people. So parents, um, we ask, you know, where our young kids or our, our young people, our children, should I say, um, as they use their devices, amen, they love their devices, go ahead and have them jump on this link, amen, so that they can be a part of our special AY service today. Um, we are truly blessed and highly favored as we now move into our prayer time together. Um, as I mentioned a moment ago, we wanna keep the Harris family in prayer. Um, to those that know we had to rush dad um, to the hospital on yesterday, dad Harris. So we ask that you would keep him in prayer. We also wanna lift up sister Reeves as she lost her brother this week, amen. Wanna ask that you remember the Reeves family in prayer. Um, we ask that you will also remember sister Beverly, amen, who was battling um, with health challenges and other of our family members that are battling with health challenges. Um, we ask that we will lift them up in prayer. On tomorrow, on, on tomorrow, tomorrow beginning at 7 a.m., we'll be having a special prayer time for our nominating session. That's right. Tomorrow kicks off the nominating session. Amen. For our conference where we'll be um, at the table. I won't be at the table, but we will um, have um, individuals at the table um, discussing the leadership of this conference. We'll be selecting names for the officers, amen. And we want to make that time a matter of prayer. And so what we have decided to do was put together this prayer time. So from 7 a.m. until noon, every hour, there will be a special prayer time for about 15 to 20 minutes, amen, um, every, every hour on the hour up until noon. Um, and so we just ask that you will call into the prayer line, not the um, top prayer line, but the Central States Conference prayer line. You can call in that prayer line and um, there will be a special program or just a prayer time of praying over the officers, praying over the picking of the names, praying that the spirit of God will move and that there will be no issues that everything will go smooth. Amen. And we believe that God can make that happen. And so tomorrow at 7 a.m. And if you don't jump in, but just remember throughout the day, um, as you go through your day on tomorrow, um, just remember to offer up a prayer for our nominating committee that will be meeting on tomorrow. Amen. Um, so at this time, before we get into our special music um, by Sister Beverly, amen, um, we ask that you will bow your heads with us as we look to the Lord in prayer. Let us pray.
Loving Lord, our Father and our God, again, we thank you once again for allowing us to come before you. Thank you for our last night lying down and our early morning rising. You are truly an amazing God. Without you, we are hopelessly lost, but with you, we are more than conquerors. And so we are so thankful and so appreciative of the fact that you chose us. For we knew not how to even go about choosing you, but because of your love, because of your grace, because of your mercy, um, which is new every morning, we are here today. And so we're asking you, Father, to forgive us now, oh God, for our sins. I ask that you will help us to reflect you in everything we say and do. Cleanse us from all unrighteousness and allow your Holy Spirit to rule supreme over our lives. Father God, we have family members that are in need of your touch right now. We lift up before you Elder Harris and Sister Harris, um, Dad Harris right now. We ask that you would be with Sister Lynette right now, oh God, that you will cover them, that you will hold them close ever before thee. Um, we ask that you will just be with Dad Harris as he um, battles health challenges right now. We ask that you would give him strength, Father God, that you will encourage his heart. But mostly, oh God, we ask that you will raise him up and prepare him for the earth made new. We're asking, oh God, that you would do this for the family. We know that their faith and trust is in you. Uh, show yourself strong, oh God. Show them that you are mighty and that you still have them in the palm of your hands. We also ask that you would be with the Reeves family, a sister Reeve who lost her brother Tony on the other day. We ask that you will cover and keep the family right now. Let them know, Father God, that even in the midst of tragedy, even in the midst of difficulties, you are still faithful and that you are still there and that nothing happens unless you deem it so. So be with the family. Let them see you in the midst of these difficult times, oh God. We also want to lift up before you Sister Beverly, who is battling health challenges. We thank you even for her pre-recorded messages, oh God, through song. But Father, she needs a touch from you today. She needs your hand of protection over her life right now. We thank you for the road of recovery, Father. But we're looking for complete healing over her body right now in the name of Jesus. We bind Satan and we cast him out of her midst. We also want to lift up before you our nominating um, uh, meeting on tomorrow at the conference office. We pray right now that you will go before each constituent, that you go before each individual right now, oh God, and that you prepare their hearts for that meeting place. Prepare the room, prepare the event, prepare the area, prepare the atmosphere right now, oh God. As they walk into that climate, oh God, they will walk in there already in the spirit, in the mind of Christ. Christ. Father God, you know who you have. You know who you want. You, we, we pray you will be the, do the picking, oh God, and not man. We also want to ask that you will continue to cover our conference right now, oh God. We ask that you will be with our family here at the Tabernacle of Praise. Father God, we've longed to get back together in the sanctuary, but we recognize and realize that we can worship you wherever we are. But Father, there is something about coming together for the word of God declares forsake not the assembling of us, O oh God. And so we're asking that you will just get us on the right path, put us in the right frame of mind, cover my family as well. Lord, now we ask that you will be with the spoken word and pray that it will come across with clarity, with understanding, with power and with vigor. Father, thank you so much for this platform. Thank you so much for this opportunity to come before you.
Forgive us again of our sins, Father, we do pray. And remember those prayer requests of those that have logged in in the chat, so God, those that have logged in on YouTube and those that have logged in on Facebook, we ask that you will touch each prayer right now, that you will saturate it in the name of Jesus. Let your presence be made known today. And we will be ever so mindful to give you all the praise, honor, and glory in Jesus' name. Let the people of God say amen and amen again. At this time, we will hear our special music by Sister Beverly. Uh, we shall, we shall behold him. Oh, 
Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Sister Beverly. That's right. Amen. Amen. We shall behold him face to face. I'm excited about the fact that we will see Jesus face to face. Oh, I hope you're excited too. I hope you are looking and preparing your hearts and your minds to see Jesus when he comes cracking the sky. Oh, I cannot wait. We shall behold him with all the stuff that is going on in the world with all the stuff that is happening in the land that encourages my heart to know that we shall behold him. Thank you so much, Sister Beverly. You truly bless our hearts today as you always do. Amen. Oh, God is so good and he is truly, truly worthy um, to be praised. Listen, I don't want to be before you very long. So I'm going to go ahead and just, as I always do, just jump into this word to be and share with you what God has laid on my heart. Amen. I believe that as we look over our theme and talk about our theme growing together. Amen. I believe there is a word from the Lord. So if you have your Bibles with you, amen. Um, we just want to just get right into this passage and the book found in the book of Matthew chapter 13, a very familiar passage, amen. Matthew chapter 13, and we want to begin at verse 24 um, as we look in, um, at this word today. Matthew chapter 13, amen, and we want to read verses 24 all the way down to verse 30, just a couple of few, just a few verses, amen. Uh, Matthew chapter 13, and we want to start with verse 24, and we'll read all the way down to verse 30. Amen. Um, it says here, another parable he put forth to them saying, the kingdom of heaven is like a man who sowed good seed in his field. But while men slept, his enemy came and sowed tares among the wheat and went his way. But when the grain has sprouted, and produced a crop, then the, then the tares also appeared. So the servant of the owner, so the servants um, of the owner came and said to him, sir, did you not sow good seed in your field? How then does it have tares? He said to them, an enemy has done this. Uh, the servant, said to him, do you want us then to go and gather them up? But he said, no, lest while you gather up the tares, you also uproot the wheat with them. Let both grow together until the harvest. And at the time of harvest, the tares, at the time of harvest, I will say to the reapers, First, gather together the tares and bind them in bundles to burn them, but gather the wheat into my barn. Today, I want to just speak to you real briefly on the topic of if God said it, it's guaranteed. If God said it, it's guaranteed. Let us pray. Our Father, our God, it's in your name we come thanking you for what you have done and what you are doing. I ask now that you will step into this, this situation and to our circumstances 
and that you will hold us close together. Speak to us now through thy word, for thy word is truth. Have your way in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Uh, the enemy is forever busy. Uh, the enemy is forever busy. Uh, Jesus is speaking to his disciples. Uh, Jesus is speaking to um, those individuals that have been following him for quite some time now. Now, um, I'm thankful of the fact that Jesus um, spends time with his people. And it's very important that um, 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 going forward that, that we take heed to the fact that Jesus is in tune um, with his people. And so he lays out these parables before the people, uh, before his disciples, he shares with them um, this parable of these wheat uh, and the tares. Now, if I can just bag up a little bit, um, you know, I've never really, I've never claimed to be a gardener. Um, I've never claimed to be one that knew that 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 have any idea about gardening. Now, if you want to talk gardening, I'm gonna direct you to my wife. My wife have a better grasp on growing things more so than I do. Um, my thumb is black and I, you know, that's all I got, my thumb, you know, um, but my wife is able to go and plant some things and things do grow. Uh, my dad had a garden one time. I remember growing up, you would think I would, I would have some idea about gardening. Uh, my dad, as I was growing up, we had a garden in our backyard. And I remember the corn stalks um, used to get some five to six feet, um, rather tall. I remember we used to play in the in the little corn stalk and used to drive my dad up a wall. Uh, my grandmother in the Brownsville, Tennessee, um, had a nice size garden. I remember when we used to go in the summertime to Brownsville. Um, every time we would go visit grandma, she would always make room for us to spend time in her garden. <laughs> Um, wasn't always pleased, wasn't always excited about it, um, but nonetheless, that's where we found ourselves even before breakfast. Somebody out there know what I'm talking about. Uh, so you would think that with that history, a little history of gardening, that I would have some idea about planting, about seeds, about growing. But the truth of the matter is, I have no idea about it. But in our passage here in our text, we see here that a young man goes out to sow good seed. Now, it's very important that we understand um, that it was some good seeds that he was sowing, uh, uh, that he was sowing kind seeds. He was sowing seeds of love, if you will. He was sowing good seeds. Uh, and, and as he sowed those seeds, uh, the text goes on a little further and tell us that while men slept. Now, let me just let me just share with you that 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 that, that as you go through life um, and as you uh, uh, matriculate through this thing called life, uh, you too may be sowing some seeds. You too may be sowing seeds on your job. You may be sowing seeds in your neighborhood. You may be sowing seeds in your community. You may be sowing seeds uh, 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 right there in your very home. Uh, uh, you may be sowing seeds. Uh, 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 you know, throughout the land. Uh, 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 but this young man, uh, uh, while he was asleep, while he slept, the Bible says, uh, uh, enemy came, which if I can put a pen right there, 
because we have to be careful that as although we're out doing good, although we're out sowing seeds, although we're out uh, uh, doing what God has called us to do, there was always somebody out there watching. There was always somebody out there uh, aiming to tear down what God is trying to build up. There, 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 there was always somebody out there, no matter how, how right you think you are or how right you claim you are, there was always somebody out there who claimed to be more right. Amen. My auntie told me this a long time ago. She said, she said, son, she, she said, she said, nephew, let me let me just share some things with you here. She said, no matter how tough you think you are, there was always somebody out there tougher. And no matter how bad you think you are, there was always somebody out there that is more fierce, more, 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 more intimidating, someone that that, that is more over the top. Some, that, that there is always somebody that is more crazy. And so this seed, this young man goes out into the field, the Bible says, and he began to plant good seeds. Now, 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 it's very important that we understand and know that these were seeds of choice, that this young man went out and he knew the season, he knew the time, he planted the seeds, he knew what he was trying to do, he knew what he wanted. And the enemy came along and the enemy sold tears. Now, uh, you know, there was, there was just so much to it because the text tells me that as the young man slept, the enemy came and he sold tares among the wheat and went his way. He sold tares among the wheat, which suggests to me that this young man, that this enemy, should I say, that this enemy uh, uh, was intentional about what he was trying, what he was doing uh, to bring discomfort to this man. Amen. Oh, oh, I'm going to need you to follow me now. I'm going to need you to stick with me because as Jesus spoke in parables, it wasn't it wasn't all that clear. It was it, it, it wasn't all that that laid out. Amen. But Jesus said, as the man slept, the enemy came and sold tares. The, the, the enemy came and sold tares. So this lets me know that this enemy was watching the man. Oh, yeah. I just said it earlier. You know, there's always somebody watching. You know, there, there's always somebody that have their eyes on you. Somebody when you trying to do right, while you trying to uh, 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 do right by by your neighbor, while you're sowing seeds of love, while you're sowing seeds of kindness, while you're sowing seeds of faithfulness. There was always somebody. There is always an enemy somewhere nearby to throw off what God is trying to build up. And so this enemy, this enemy is sowing, sowing seeds, sowing, sowing, sowing tares amongst the wheat. And I love the way Jesus was laying this foundation because there were those in the midst of the crowd. There were those that was right there in the midst, amen, that he was speaking to, but yet they weren't understanding it. That's why we have to be careful, my brothers and sisters, that when the word of God goes forth, that it don't go over our head. And I try to make it plain. Jesus was making it plain. He was making it very clear. He was making it very practical and very simple, but for some odd reason, they were missing it. Their eyes weren't seeing it. They didn't see the miracles. They were missing it. Their ears wasn't hearing it. They were missing it. They were not speaking the truth. They were missing it. Amen. And Jesus had to come by way of this parable, speaking to the disciples, speaking to the people, those that have ears, let them hear. 
you have to understand, my brothers and sisters, while Jesus died for the sins of the world, everybody's not going to make it. That There are those that are sown right in the midst of us. There are those that are sitting right in the midst of us. Amen. And they serve no purpose. Oh, I know. I, I know it. I know it. We, we, we love the Lord. He died for everybody and everybody is going to heaven. But you know what? If everybody's going to heaven when they die, then why are we always talking about him? Mm. If everybody that, that, that live on planet Earth, come on, somebody, that when they leave here, they go into heaven. Come on, somebody. Then why is it that we trying to shun going to hell? We live in any kind of way that we want to live if there was no hell to shun. Why is it that we're not doing whatever it is that we want to do if, we, if, if there was no hell to shun? So everybody that says, Lord, Lord, come on, somebody, I'm trying to help us in here. And so Jesus is speaking in such a way where although it was very clear, it was very plain and it was very poignant, uh, there were those that were in his midst that were missing it. And it really wasn't for them. It was for them, but it wasn't for them. And so there was this enemy that sowed the seed, that sowed tares amongst the wheat. Now, you notice that, uh, as, as I mentioned a moment ago, this enemy was intentional about what type of seeds to sow in this man's field. Uh-huh. This enemy, uh, uh, this, this enemy had insight on this man's field. He knew the man. In other words, he had an idea about the man. In other words, that lets me know that this, that this enemy spent time with this man, that this enemy had maybe, maybe, maybe just maybe the enemy had somebody on the inside to, to bring back intel to let him know what type of seeds Have to be careful, my brothers and sisters, as I as I as I understand, as Jesus is making this very clear, that we have to be careful about our surroundings. We have to be careful about the people that that that, that we allow in our circle, because everybody that's close doesn't mean you any good. This young man, this young man sowing seeds, this young man. A uh, 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 sowing seed in his own field. It wasn't a field that he borrowed. It wasn't his neighbor's field. It wasn't somebody else's field. But this was his field that he was sowing seed. So this young man had every right to be sowing seed in his field, doing what he was supposed to do, minding his own business, doing exactly what God had called him to do. And the enemy it has a problem with it. You know, somebody's always going to have a problem with you. Somebody's going to always have a problem. We're talking about growing together. We're talking about, that's what, our, that, that, that's what our theme has been all week long, growing together. Amen. And we have to understand that when we grow together, that there are sometimes individuals that will grow with us, that, that's going to make life uncomfortable. We just have to tell the truth about, 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 about both sides. Amen. Uh, that, 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 um, that there are times when you meet individuals uh, uh, that they mean you no good. Amen. And so here it is. You have these tears. Uh, that the enemy has sown in this young man's garden. And I love the way the Bible puts it. It says that when he has sown them, the young man went his way. He didn't stick around to see how things were going to unfold. He sowed the seed. It was as if he sowed those seeds knowing that they were going to reap destruction. And anybody know anybody like that? Amen. Uh, uh, they, they, they sow seeds with the intent on reaping destruction and they walk away as though they had nothing. It's like they throwing rocks and hiding their hands. 
This young, this young man is doing what God has called him to do. This young man is walking in his favor. He's walking in his purpose. He's doing everything that God has called him to do. And yet there is an enemy nearby. Amen. Just all he's doing is thinking of ways to bring him down thinking of ways to destroy, you know, you know, it just raises the question, why was it that this enemy was an enemy? Amen. Sometimes you can, you can, you can, you can, you can have an enemy and not know you have an enemy. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you can, you can, you can have an enemy or you can, or you can uh, acquire an enemy and, and, and not even realize that they are an enemy and they can be right there at your table. Come on, somebody. You know, you 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 know, uh, 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 that you know that that there, there, there are times that you may have said something to somebody, and you may have offended somebody, and you didn't even know you offended them, and now you have an enemy. But for whatever reason, for whatever reason, this enemy was an enemy. What we do know is that he was an enemy to this man, and 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 I love the way the Bible said it because the Bible said that. His enemy came to him. So this wasn't somebody that was just mad at somebody else. Uh, amen. You know, like I'm mad at you. So therefore, I want you to be mad at, at, at somebody. No, 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 no. Uh, uh, this, this, was, this was personal. Amen. This was a personal attack on this man's field. The enemy showed up. The enemy sold tares in this man's field. And I love the way the Bible put it. He says, but when uh, the grain has sprouted and produced a crop, then the tares also appear. But when, 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 the, when, when all of this happened, but when the grain has sprouted and produced a crop, then the tares also appear. Okay, so this right here wasn't an overnight sensation. This wasn't something where the so where the owner of the field went out one day and planted the seeds, and then the uh, uh, enemy came out and planted uh, the tares, and then the next day uh, all of it. No, 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 no. This was a process. Amen. Uh, uh, in other words, that that there was some, there was some time between the planting and the harvesting. Amen. There was some time in between uh, 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 of the time that the um, owner planted the seeds and the and the enemy uh, laid down the tares. There was some time between that and the sprouting. So this wasn't an overnight thing. Sometimes you can have an enemy, and yet he was still an enemy. So sometimes you can have an enemy uh, right there in your midst, and they just land in the cut. They just they just they just land in the cut. And they're waiting. I mean, we're talking about growing together. I'm trying to I'm trying to bring us to a reality, to a mindset, to be aware of your surroundings. Because while we're trying to grow together, I love, you know, and I'm kind of getting ahead of myself a little bit here. And, and so but, but let me just let me let me just dial it down and let me just lay this foundation and paint this picture uh, uh, because I want to I want to make it crystal clear uh, as we move forward on, on exactly uh, what God expects of us. Amen. And so as, as, as the grain has sprouted 
and the and produce the crop the bible says then the tares also appeared it was it was it was it was once the blessings began to come forth it was once uh, uh, the you know the the clouds began to open up and the and, and the sunshine had come out now you're coming out of your struggles now you're coming out of your trials now things are starting to look up in your life and it's at that point hallelujah the enemy starts to show his head you you you, you may you, you may know somebody like that 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 while you were down amen while you were going through your struggles amen uh, uh everybody had comforting words to say but then once you got out of that thing once you began to stand on your own two feet now all of a sudden those individuals that was once holding you up are now trying to push you down anybody know anybody like that Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. As long as you are the underdog, as long as you having struggles in your, but soon as you're able to stand on your feet, now the haters show up. Now they want to look at you. You think you, you think you got it all together now. No, 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 no. Why can't it be that God has now sprouted some sprouted my seeds? Why can't it be that I've gone through some a season of struggles? Why can't it be uh, that now that God has now brought me to a place of favor? Why must it be that I'm better than or, or I, think I'm, I think I'm over the top? Or why can't it be that I've gone through some things? I've, I've, I've had some low moments and now God has placed me on the high plane of life. Well, why must it be now that I think I'm all of that? You see, that's when the haters come out now that you're no longer screaming and crying and kicking about how how rough life is now. Now, now, now you're able to understand that weeping and dual for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. Now you're able to stand on those promises that he that has begun a good work in me is faithful to bring it to. The, now you're able to stand and be able to declare that if God is before me, that who in the world can be against me? Now you're able to stand and now you're standing. Have a problem. We're talking about growing together because if God said it is guaranteed, because now that the sun is coming out, now that the seeds are starting to sprout, now that the seeds are starting to grow and things are starting to come together, the Bible says, then the tares also appear. They showed up right on time. They weren't too early. They weren't too late. The Bible said, as soon as the, the as soon as the seed, the grain started to sprout, as soon as the blessings started to flow, as soon as all of that started happening, then the haters showed up. I love it. I love it. Because it just lets me know as we go forward that the that the servant, while he had good intentions, okay, he says, serve the servant said to the owner, come and see him, uh, uh, say and said to him, sir, did you not sow good seed? Now let me just put a pause right there, because I like I like uh you know while while the the servant you know he said didn't did didn't you sow good seed? In, in other words. I know you sow good seed. I, I, I mean, I mean, I literally watched you sow these seeds. Amen. But for affirmation, just for confirmation, I, 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 I just 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 indulge me if you don't mind. I, I, you know, I, I have to ask the question because I, I just want to know: Did you not sow good seed? Servant. And then the owner of the field came and said, uh, 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 he, he said, he, he said, yes, 
Yes, I did. He said, yes, uh, uh, but see, an enemy has come, done this. And see, this is another point I think we need to really understand because the servant asked the question, did you not sow good seed? But see, it was the owner's response that really, that really, that really gave me gave me hope right there because the owner said to him, he, he said, he said, he says, yes, he says, an enemy has done this. In other words, the owner knew what he sold. See, my brothers and sisters, can I help you right there? Can I just give you a shout moment right there? Because see, there are times in life where you go through so much stuff where you don't, where, where you fail to realize the power that you have. Sometimes stuff can be so heavy on you. Sometimes worries can be so troublesome. Sometimes sickness can be so unbearable that you forget that you serve a God that has healing in his hands. Sometimes the struggle becomes so real that we fail to realize that we serve the, the, uh, the uh, problem solver. We have to recognize and realize that what we have sown, the servant said, did we not sow? But the, but the owner says, yes, we did. An enemy has come and done this. You see, I know what I saw. I know who I am. I know who I am in Christ. That's why nobody could come and tell me about me. You see, you don't know me like I know me. Amen. You think you know me. You may have an idea about me, but oh, you don't know like God knows. Come on, somebody. You see, you can't tell my story. I know what I've sown. I know what I laid down. And I could tell you right here and right now that what you're seeing right now is not the result of my hands, but it's the result of the hands of an enemy. Hallelujah. Oh, I'm trying to help somebody here today because it's so easy to get caught up and what we see, amen. Uh, 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 the Bible says here that the enemy has done this. Uh, and the servant said to him, and I love it, he said, do you want us then to go and gather them up? Do, do you want us to go and gather them up? And, and I appreciate the servant because he, 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 he's, he's still trusting in the owner. He's still believing in the owner. Oh, you need people in your corner like that. That when the enemy sows seeds to try to make you look bad, when the enemy shows up, amen, to try to make you look like you don't know what you're doing, to try to make you look like you're crazy. Oh, yeah, you need people in your corner, amen, that don't mind standing with you when everybody else have turned their backs on you. You need individuals in your corner. Oh, I wish I had my help right there. You need individuals around you that are going to hold you up when folk begin to tear you down, when the enemy began to sow those seeds of doubt, when the enemy began to show those seeds of discouragement, you need people in your corner that know you better, uh, that, that, that understand and know that, that you are more than that. That surely this is not who you are. Surely that's not what you are about. And so the servant wanted to know, do you want us to go and deal with this? And I love the owner. He said, no, don't do that. Because see, this, here is the reason why. He said, here is the reason why. He said, but he said to them, no, less while you gather up the tares, you also uproot the wheat. Oh, I love that. I love that. I love it. I love it. Oh, no, no, no. Don't go fooling with it right now. We're talking about growing together. Oh, yeah. Now, now, now we're getting there. Uh, are we talking about growing together? So I don't 
need you to go uproot the wheat right now. I mean, the tares right now. I need you to leave the tares alone. I need you to leave the wheat alone. I need you to let everything run his course because if God said it, it's guaranteed. You need to let everything just roll the way that it's run. I know you're tired. I know you're ready to beat some folk that oh, I know that folk getting on your nerves. I know you're tired of the tears hanging around your house, hanging around on your job. I know you're ready to deal with the tears, but you have to understand, let them grow together. Let them grow with you because, see, there's a reason for that. And I love it. I love the way God has set this thing up. He said, I need you to let the weeds and the tares, let them both grow together until the harvest. Amen. There is a, there is a time. Wish I had it right there. There is a time and a place for everything. I know you want to deal with it right now. I know you want to just snuff it right now, nip it in the bud right now. But oh, there is a time and a place for everything. Oh, I wish I had my help right there. We have to understand and know, my brothers and sisters, that I know you want to deal with the problem right now. But let me tell you something. Sometimes the problem is there to help you become stronger. Sometimes the problem is there to help somebody else along the way. It's not always about you because in trying to deal with the problem, you end up making yourself look bad. Oh, I know you want to call on them. I know you want to point the finger at them. I know you want to talk about them. I know you want to just call them out. But see, when you go point fingers at them, what happens is it bounces back and it makes you look like the villain. It makes you look like the culprit. It makes you look like the bad person because you're so quick to try to prove your case. You're trying to pluck up the tears because the tears are making you look bad. The tears are making you look like a common person. But the truth of the matter is the tears are there for a reason. Mm. Leave them there. Leave them there. Let the let the wheat and the tares grow together. Oh, no, I've been down this road before. See, I can preach it like this, oh, man, because I understand there are times that, that there have been times when I wanted to deal with my weeds. Come on, somebody. I want to take my weeds. I mean, take my tares. I want to deal with my tares. I want to take my tares. And just like the name says, tear, I wanted to just stand up. Come on, somebody. Oh, do I have anybody out there with me today? Do I have anybody out there with me that want to just tear up some tears, that want to just tear them to pieces? Come on now, am I by myself on this thing? Oh, I wish I was in the church house right now. I need a little feedback right now. I just need to know I'm not the only one out there that just want to take my tears and just tear them up. Come on. Oh, I wish I could get into that thing right there. Uh, uh, but the Bible says, don't tear them up. Let them grow with you. Let them grow together. Because what happens is you're going to end up uprooting some of the wheat. You're gonna make you're gonna make yourself look bad. You're gonna make yourself look bad. I know you're trying to prove that you're holy, that you're a saint. I know you're trying to prove yourself, but listen, we don't have to prove nothing to nobody. You know why? Because we know what kind of seeds we sown. Hallelujah. I don't have to prove nothing to nobody. I know who I am in Christ. Come on. I, I wish I had my help right there. I, I don't have to prove uh, that, that, that who I am. I know who I am. I don't have to prove uh, anything to anybody. Just look at my life. Amen. Just look at the seeds that have been planted. Amen. And the seed will speak for itself. See, we need some folks that don't mind letting their seed speak for them. We need, we need some folks that don't mind uh, 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 letting, 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 letting their seeds be, be their mouthpiece. Amen. But see, we want to speak. We want to show. We want to, we want to let the world know. Amen. But we have to understand that when you are walking with God, 
Mm. When you're walking with God, when you're doing things according to the way that the Lord has instructed you to, when you have gone out and you've done your job by laying the seed, you've done what you were supposed to do. Now get out the way. Mm. See, some of us don't like to get out the way. Some of us like to stick around. Amen. We try to fix. I had that problem. Amen. I had that problem. I remember I was walking with, with my wife one day and my wife, and I tell the story all the time. And um, she was uh, um, having a, a, a moment. Amen. Uh, uh, she was just, you know, going through some things right there, you know, as, as we do. And as we were walking, she was sharing with me what she was going through and me being the faithful husband, the loving husband, the wonderful husband. Amen. <laughs> uh, uh, being the man that I am, I want to, you know, I'm going to try to, I'm going to try to fix it for her. And my wife had to just stop me dead in my track and say, honey, I don't need you to fix that. I just need you to listen. I just need you to just, just shut just, mm -mm, and just listen. Amen. Sometimes we need to just listen and let God be God. We always trying to fix stuff. We think we got it all. We have our degrees. We've read the book of the of Matthew. We um we um know the spirit of prophecy. We have our little degrees in medicine, and we have our degrees in psychology, and we have our degrees in social work. And we've worked here so long, and we've done this so long, and I've been at this church so long. Oh yeah, and I know all the answers. Listen, you need to just get out the way because you don't know as much as you think you know. Oh, yeah, I said it. I'm fired now. Amen. <laughs> you don't know what you think, you know. I figure since I'm fired, I might as well just go and get it all out. Amen. You think you know. And sometimes you need to just get out of the way. Amen. And let God be God. Let that stuff grow with you. Let, don't, don't push them away. Because what happens is, as I said a moment ago, you're going to end up making yourself look bad. Let me just move on through this thing. Don't, 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 don't. Don't separate them because there is a time of harvest. Let both grow together until the harvest. And at that time, I love it, of the harvest, I will say to the reapers, first gather together the tares and bind them in bundles and burn them, and but gather the wheat into my barn. Oh, I love it. See, 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 the Bible said, let them let them both grow together because we have to understand that they're that that they're that they're both will be gathered, that there is a gathering, both is gonna be gathered. Amen. Both all belong to God. Amen. Uh, there will be a gathering. There'll be a gathering of the wheat and there'll be a gathering of the tear. Uh, 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 but, but what I love about this is is that while there is a both a gathering. There is only one binding. Oh, you, you missed it right there. You missed it right there. While there is both, while both are being gathered, only one is being bound. Mm. The Bible says, I need you to gather the tares first. You see, because what happens is when we go gathering the, the, the wheat first, you kind of overlook the tares. You're so focused on the wheat where the tares are looking like wheat and you will end up gathering wheat and tares. But the Bible says, I need you to gather the tares first. I need you to focus your attention on the tares first. I need you to deal with that situation first. And so once we deal with the tares, the Bible says, I need you to bind them. Amen. Once you gather them, now I need you to bind them. Why are we binding the tares? You see, whenever you bind something, you, 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 uh, you, um, you, you keep it from um, moving. In other words, when you bind something, you are, you are limiting its access, its mobility. In, in other words, I need you to gather all of those tears. 
and, and I need you to bind them because you have to understand that when you bind something, it doesn't have access to you anymore. And I believe somebody listening to me today that there are some tears in your life, that there are some tears right in your in your in in your midst that the Bible that, that, that is calling us to bind them, bind the drugs, bind the alcohol, bind all of those things uh, that is preventing you from being what the, the wheat that God has called you to be. In other words, you have to bind those things because what's happening is, is that when the harvest come, uh, uh, the Bible says that they will be burned. And if there is tear in your midst, that's why the Bible said, don't gather the wheat first. Deal with the tares first. And once you deal with the tares, then you can deal with the wheat. So we have to, we have to, we have to, we, we have to understand that there is a method to what God is doing. Amen. Uh, uh, bind the tares first, and then we can deal with the wheat. And once we deal with the tares, the Bible says, now I need you to take my wheat and stow it in the barn. My brothers and sisters, there, this is the, this is the harvest. Uh, uh, we are all called uh, uh, to be uh, uh, wheats for Christ. Come on, somebody. But somewhere along the way, the enemy has sown tares in our lives. And no longer are we the, the, the wheat that God has called us to be. Now we have been overtaken by the tares. My brother, there may be somebody listening to me today. Uh, and you want to make that change from the tares to the wheat side. Uh, you want you want to be able to to find yourself in God's barn. Come on, somebody. Uh, you want to find yourself in God's barn. You want to be able to call heaven your home. Amen. If you're that such such person and you want to make heaven your home, I declare to you these three things that first of all, you need to understand uh, 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 the seeds that you are sowing in this life. Amen. You need to know the seeds that, that, that you're sowing. And our story here in our passage here, the owner knew what seeds he was sowing. Amen. There was nobody could tell him differently. Even the servant, when the servant asked the question, uh, uh, did you not? So the, the, the owner of the field knew what kind of seeds he was sowing. So number one, I need you to know what kind of seeds you're sowing. Number two, you want to call uh, uh, you know, live in this earth made new. Amen. Uh, you need to understand as you go through this life that there will be an enemy that's going to try to dwarf the plan of God. In other words, when you sow these good seeds, that there will be an enemy that's going to come along and sow some tears. You can't get around it. Amen. Uh, you can't get over it. You can't get under it. Amen. You're going to have to let it grow together, which brings me to my third point. In other words, we have to understand that there will be a time that, that, that we have to allow uh, the growing together, that we have to learn how to grow together, how to come together, the wheat and the tear, grow, live with the wheat, live with the tares. We have to learn how to live together. We have to learn how to grow together. And at the end, God will be the one to do the separating. It's not our job to separate. It's not our job to do that. That's the angel's job, which is which where I would be going into part two. Amen. It's not our job to do the separating. It's not our job to call out the wheat and, and, and the tares and to say who's good and who's not. That's not our job. And far too often have we made that our job where we look at how a person dressed to declare if they're worthy or not. We look at how a person lives and we declare if they're worthy or not. But we have to understand that if we're not careful, we will allow what once was wheat to become tares. Amen. And we'll end up being tares. 
And so we have to be careful. So my brothers and sisters, I, it's my prayer today as I, as I, as I, as I land this thing, um, that we let God be God. Because if God said it, it's guaranteed that he that shall come will come and he will not tarry. We have to let God be God. Let it grow together. Let's all grow together. And it's okay if someone looks a little different. It's okay if someone acts a little different. It's okay. It's all right. Because at the end, God will be the one to separate. It's not our job. It's our job to sow good seed. It's our job to be loving. It's our job to be kind. It's our job to be understanding. And the enemy is going to do what the enemy is going to do. I'm going to tell you what the enemy job is. Amen. But it's our job to represent Christ. My brothers and sisters, if you believe in that, I just ask you to raise your hand as I close this out with a prayer. And if you have a desire to want to reach out to us, amen, you can connect with us via our website, amen. You can just log in, um, type in, amen. Um, um, you know, if you want a pastoral visit, you want prayer, um, you want Bible study, amen. You can go to Tabernacle of Praise, um, SDA. You can go to our website. There it is right there, top SDA church. Um, at att.net. You can go there. Amen. You can leave us a message and we'll reach out to you. Amen. So if you want, if you want prayer, if you want pastoral visit, if you just want to just talk, amen, um, we are here for you. Amen. Um, so at this time, if you believe that, amen, just raise your hand as we close our inner word of prayer. Father God, again, we thank you for what you've done, what you're doing, what you are about to do. As always, it is indeed a privilege and an honor to be able to open up our mouths and to bless your name. You are truly an amazing God. Without you, we're hopelessly lost. And we pray, oh God, that you will give us the gift of growing together um, in spite of our differences, in spite of our shortcomings. Father God, that we're all um, at the foot of the cross, oh God, it's level. No big eyes, no little you, um, for you did die for the sins of the world. Um, and so, Father, we are all included in that in that number. So we thank you again. We pray for our listeners, our viewers. Um, we ask that you would bring us back, amen, on our SLAM um, Facebook, our YouTube site, uh, where we'll have our virtual communion. We pray over that right now. And we also pray at four o'clock, God, that you will bring our young people um, back on, uh, on, the, on, our, on this platform where we will have our special AY time together. Thank you so much for what you've done and what you're doing. This we do pray in Jesus' name, amen. God bless you and have a happy, happy Sabbath. God bless you.